It's January the 6th. Let's read the Bible. My name is Ray Pritchard. Thank you for joining me as we journey through on this adventure marathon through God's Word. We've come today to Genesis chapter 19. We're going to read this morning Genesis 19, 20, and 21. Amazing stories. Just a reminder, I hope you will go to keepbelieving.com and download the reading guide. There's a PDF file with an overview, a monthly schedule, and a daily schedule. You can download any of the three or all three. It's free. And also a reminder, I'm reading from the World English Bible, but just follow along in whatever version you have. I think it's going to work out great that way. Genesis 19, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. The two angels came to Sodom at evening. Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Lot saw them and rose up to meet them. He bowed himself with his face to the earth, and he said, See now, my lords, please come into your servant's house. Stay all night, wash your feet, and you can rise up early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will stay in the street all night. He urged them greatly, and they came in with him and entered into his house. He made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, surrounded the house, both young and old, all the people from every quarter. They called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came into you that this night? Bring them out to us that we might have sex with them. Lot went out to them through the door and shut the door after himself. He said, Please, my brothers, don't act so wickedly. See now, I have two virgin daughters. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them what seems good to you. Only don't do anything to these men, because they have come under the shadow of my roof. The men said, Stand back. Then they said, This one fellow came in to live as a foreigner, and he appoints himself as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. They pressed hard on the man Lot and came near to break the door, but the men reached out their hand and brought Lot into the house to them and shut the door. They struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. The men said to Lot, Do you have anybody else here, sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city, bring them out of the place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown so great before the Lord that the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were pledged to marry his daughters, and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed to his sons-in-law to be joking. When the morning came, then the angels hurried Lot, saying, Get up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. But he lingered, and the men grabbed his hand, his wife's hand, and his two daughters' hands, the Lord being merciful to him. And they took him out and set him outside of the city. It came to pass, when they had taken them out, that he said, Escape for your life. Don't look behind you. Don't stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be consumed. Lot said to them, 
Oh, not so, my Lord. See now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown to me in saving my life. I can't escape to the mountains, lest evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is near to flee to, and it's a little one. Oh, let me escape there. Isn't it a little city? And my soul will live. He said to him, Behold, I've granted your request concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I can't do anything until you get there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and on Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of the sky. He overthrew those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities, and all which grew on the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Abraham went up early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and saw that the smoke of the land went up as the smoke of a furnace. When God destroyed the cities of the plain, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the middle of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot lived. Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. He lived in a cave with his two daughters. The firstborn said to the younger, our father is old. There's not a man on earth to come into us in the way of all the earth. Come, let's make our father drink wine and we will lie with him that we may preserve our father's family line. They made their father drink wine that night and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He didn't know when she lay down nor when she arose. It came to pass on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, behold, I lay last night with my father. Let's make him drink wine again tonight. You go in and lie with him that we may preserve our father's family line. They made their father drink wine that night also. The younger went in to lay with him. He didn't know when she lay down nor when she got up. Thus both of Lot's daughters were with child by their father. The firstborn bore a son and named him Moab. He's the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the name, he is the father of the children of Ammon to this day. Chapter 20. Abraham traveled from there toward the land of the south and lived between Kadesh and Shur. He lived as a foreigner in Gerar. Abraham said about Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. Now Abimelech had not come near her. He said, Lord, will you kill even a righteous nation? Didn't he tell me she's my sister? She even, she herself said, he's my brother. I've done this in the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands. God said to him in the dream, yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart, you've done this. Now I've also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I didn't allow you to touch her. Now, therefore, restore this man's wife, for he is a prophet. And he will pray for you, and you will live. If you don't restore her, know for sure that you will die, you and all who are yours. Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ear. The men were very scared. Then Abimelech called Abraham 
And he said, what have you done to us? How have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. Abimelech said to Abraham, what did you see that you have done this thing? Abraham said, because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place. They will kill me for my wife's sake. Besides, she is indeed my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. When God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, this is your kindness, which you will show to me everywhere that we go. Say of me, he is my brother. Abimelech took sheep and cattle, male servants and female servants, and gave them to Abraham and restored Sarah, his wife, to him. Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. To Sarah, he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is for you a covering of the eyes to all that are with you. In front of all, you are vindicated. Abraham prayed to God. So God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants, and they bore children. For the Lord had closed up tight all the wounds of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Genesis 21. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had spoken. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time set by God when God had spoken to him. Abraham called his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me laugh. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. She said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned. Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking. Therefore she said to Abraham, cast out this servant and her son, for the son of this servant will not be heir with my son Isaac. This thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight on account of his son. God said to Abraham, don't let it be grievous in your sight because of the boy and because of your servant. And all that Sarah says to you, listen to her voice, for your offspring will be named through Isaac. I will also make a nation of the son of the servant because he is your child. Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a container of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and gave her the child and sent her away. She departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. The water in the container was spent and she put the child under one of the shrubs. She went and sat down opposite him a good way off, about a bow shot away. For she said, don't let me see the death of the child. She sat opposite him and lifted up her voice and wept. God heard the voice of the boy. The angel of God called to Hagar out of the sky and said to her, what troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Get up. Lift up the boy and hold him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. She went, filled the container with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy and he grew. He lived in the wilderness and as he grew up, he became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of 
Haran. His mother got a wife for him out of the land of Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the captain of his army, spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son. But according to the kindness that I've done to you, you shall do to me and to the land in which you have lived as a foreigner. Abraham said, I will swear. Abraham complained to Abimelech because of a water well, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. Abimelech said, I don't know who's done this thing. You didn't tell me. I didn't hear of it until today. Abraham took sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. Those two made a covenant. Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. Abimelech said to Abraham, What do these seven ewe lambs which you have set by themselves mean? He said, You shall take these seven ewe lambs from my hand, that it may be a witness to me that I have dug this well. Therefore he called that place Beersheba, because they both swore an oath there. So they made a covenant at Beersheba. Abimelech rose up with Phicol, the captain of his army, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. Abraham lived as a foreigner in the land of the Philistines many days. Now, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, God's judgment on the gross sin, the, the, the terrible sin of Sodom and Gomorrah. And then the story of Abraham lying about his life again and then sort of making an excuse for it. But uh, the Lord was kind, brought him through that, and in fact enriched him anyway. And then God's mercy shone to Hagar and Ishmael. It's a story, this whole chapter, story of the judgment of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. Oh, the plan of the Lord. Don't you love the word of God? Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to come to another one of those crisis moments when God is going to ask Abraham to do something with his son Isaac that to this day, it is hard to believe. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to keep going right through the book of Genesis. And let me just say, uh, you could help us if you could share with your friends about this Bible reading adventure. Tell your friends, ask them to come join us. There's still time. It's early days. We've got a long way to go. Tell your friends and invite them to join us as we read through the Word of God. God bless you, folks. Go out and have a great day. See you back here tomorrow morning.